This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. A homeowners organization has filed a legal challenge against four bills passed by the legislature that were intended to create more housing. The group Montanans Against Irresponsible Densification, LLC, consists of homeowners in Whitefish, Bozeman, Billings, Missoula, Great Falls, Columbia Falls, and Kalispell. The lawsuit names the state of Montana as the lone defendant. It says the bills are top-down measures imposed on large communities in place of local control. According to the suit, rather than solving affordable housing issues, the new laws promote density and pose a serious irreversible threat to the quality of Montana's core urban neighborhoods and the middle-class properties. That's a plaintiff homeowner, Glenn Monahan, in a statement he issued Friday. Quote, Montana is in the midst of a housing crisis. That's Senate GOP spokesperson Kyle Schmoutz saying on Friday in response to the lawsuit, this lawsuit seeks to permanently screw Montanans out of homeownership, forever locking young families out of financial security and accelerating the transition of the last best place into a playground that only the rich can afford. Mask mandates implemented by three school districts in Missoula did not infringe on the rights of parents or students during the COVID-19 state of emergency. That's according to the Montana Supreme Court. Missoula County Public Schools, Target Range, and Hellgate Elementary, the school district's name, had a, quote, legitimate interest in preventing infections among teachers, staff, and volunteers to ensure sufficient staffing levels were available for schools to function properly. The Montana Supreme Court's decision comes more than two years after a group of 11 parents sued Missoula-area school districts over the indoor mask mandate. Stand Up Montana, a Gallatin County-based nonprofit that supports legal action against the required mask usage across the state, joined the parents in the suit. Parents in the lawsuit claimed the mandates violated the rights granted to them by the state constitution, and they asserted that masks negatively impacted students' well-being and education. Judge Jason Marks from the District Court of the 4th Judicial District ruled in favor of the school board's implementing of the mandate. Marks also denied plaintiff's request for a preliminary injunction that would have stalled the mask mandates. After the district court's decision, Quentin Rhodes, a Missoula-based lawyer who represented the parental group, combined the two mask-related lawsuits into a single appeal to the Montana Supreme Court. The panel of five state Supreme Court judges tasked with evaluating the appeal concurred unanimously and affirmed Judge Mark's ruling. Delivered by Justice Ingrid Gustafson, the opinion stated that the parents failed to prove that any fundamental rights enshrined in Montana's Constitution had been implicated. The Blackfeet Nation has received two favorable court rulings in the past few days, and it puts an end to a long-running dispute 
was Eagle Bear Incorporated, a non-native business group operating on the Flathead Reservation since 1997. Eagle Bear operated a Campgrounds of America site at St. Mary's on 53 acres of leased trust land, meaning the land is held by the federal government for the benefit of the tribe. The campground offered tent camping, cabins, a grocery store, gift shop, kayak, bike, and auto rentals, among other things. In 2023, according to court documents, Eagle Bear earned $3.2 million. Ultimately, federal bankruptcy court found that the tribe was entitled to $1,740,000 in past taxes from Eagle Bear. And the federal district court ruled that Eagle Bear's lease was canceled in 2008, and the company had been operating on the campgrounds without any legal rights for 15 years. Established in 1997, a lease agreement required Eagle Bear to pay the Blackfeet Nation, through the Bureau of Indian Affairs, annual rent and royalties. When Eagle Bear did not pay its 2007 rent, the BIA sent the company three notices. After 193 days of non-payment, the BIA canceled the lease on June 30, 2008. Despite the cancellation, court documents show the BIA failed to evict Eagle Bear for trespassing. In 2017, the tribe formally requested the BIA cancel Eagle Bear's lease, not knowing that the, base, the lease had been terminated in 2008. And in 2022, the tribe blocked the entrance to the campground ahead of the tourist season. In his ruling, Chief U.S. District Judge Brian Morris found the lease had been canceled, as we said, since 2008. Quote, the court takes note of one common and resounding feature of this case, the incompetence of the BIA as an administrator to the lease. The tribe, according to an official statement, will now seek to collect, and the BIA is responsible for evicting Eagle Bear. Of the nearly 1,300 freshmen who started at the University of Montana in the fall of 2017, fewer than half have graduated six years later. By comparison, the national average six-year graduation rate across the country is 62 percent. Over 4,700 people enrolled as first-year students in Montana's four-year program in the fall of 2017, but 53 percent have graduated. That is a statewide average. MSU Northern and MSU Billings reported the lowest six-year graduation rates, Montana Technical University in Butte and MSU Bozeman are the highest, at 62% and 59%. Although graduation rates have improved at every MSU campus in recent years, all fall short of the national average of 67% at four-year universities. MSU's retention rate has hit the highest in nearly a decade 78% of freshmen who started in 2022 have come back to campus. Quote, graduating with a degree from MSU is a pathway to increased earnings over the course of their careers. That's good for graduates 
and good for Montana communities, which Michael Becker, the spokesperson for, and she continuing a pattern of leaving federal money on the table. Montana is one of six states that hasn't applied for a federal grant program to support solar energy projects. The Solar for All initiative would lower utility costs and promote renewable energy. The state governments that have not applied for the grants are all led by Republican governors, Florida, Idaho, North Dakota, Nevada, South Dakota, and Montana. The Inflation Reduction Act, passed by Congress and signed by President Biden in 2022, earmarks $7 billion for about 60 solar projects. While states like North Carolina and Texas are pursuing the grants, Montana's inaction has frustrated environmental advocates. It's also been frustrating in South Dakota. Arlene Brent Jensen with SODAC 350, a sustainability and climate change advocacy group, says, quote, in the end, it's the homeowners and residents who are hurt by the state passing up this money. Quote, it's going to go to other states. The deadline for the state to apply was back in October. Historian Ellen Baumler, whose stories and deep knowledge of the treasure state and particularly Helena made Montana's colorful past come to life, has died. Her husband says she was battling cancer and died on Saturday. She was 74. Baumler was an interpretive historian at the Montana Historical Society for more than 24 years. She wrote dozens of historic columns, and her books include Montana Moments and Montana Chillers, 13 True Tales of Ghosts and Hauntings. She was also a frequent guest on various radio talk shows and led tours of haunted houses during the Halloween season each year. As Christmas nears, daydreams grow of presents under decked-out trees, a mug full of hot cocoa, or something else, and an idyllic white Christmas with snow-lined streets. But those snowy dreams are being dashed across the U.S. by this year's temperature forecast. The new temperature outlook predicts above-average temperatures for almost the entire U.S., including Hawaii and a large portion of Alaska. At least an inch of snow needs to be on the ground by December 25th in order for it to be a white Christmas. Above-average temperatures threaten to stifle the freezing conditions necessary for existing snow to stick to the ground. For most of the U.S., the above-average temperatures are tied to warm Pacific air that's forecast to be pumped across the U.S. via the jet stream. If you need to hear this report again, please check our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide, with listeners in now 53 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations, and 33 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, 
Rescast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, BIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and the Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio 